Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. Hope you're doing well this morning. If you have a copy of God's Precious Word nearby, I want to encourage you today to open up your Bible with me to John chapter number 16. We've entitled our study, A Journey Through John. And we're all the way to chapter number 16. My, my, what a journey it's been thus far. I thank the Lord for the opportunity to be with you uh, through these Bible devotions and through our study together. Today, we're going to be looking at just a few verses, verse 20 down through verse number 22. And we'll just uh, read verse number 20. And then we're just going to give you a few thoughts on that verse and what a verse it is. And I think it's very important as we study through these verses that we look carefully at the Word of God, that we can understand a little bit more as we go through uh, these verses together. And I pray that you would ask God to give you wisdom and enlighten you as we study together. Perhaps that you, as you read with me and study these verses, that the Lord, the Holy Spirit, would give you insight, perhaps even to something different than what I see as I'm looking here as well. The Bible is a living word. It is a living word. It's never contradictory of itself, but there is many different revealings in the Scripture. And if there's one proper interpretation always there's many applications all right let's look together verse number 20 of john 16 verily verily jesus said i say unto you that ye shall weep and lament but the world shall rejoice and ye shall be sorrowful but your sorrow shall be turned into joy now this is one great verse here and there's a lot of things that we can look at this morning as we think about this. And first of all, if I were to place a thought upon this verse, I would have to say that overwhelmingly it would be the sorrow of the disciples. Jesus said in the first part of the verse, verily, verily, surely, surely, amen and amen, I say unto you that ye shall weep and lament. Now, here it is, we see the certainty of 
their sorrow. Jesus said, verily, verily. And we know that that is a verification of what he's about to say. And he said, verily, verily, I say unto you. It's an authoritative term, if you will. And not only do we see the certainty of their sorrow, but we see the cries of their sorrow to weep. Now, this was not uh, like the crying silent tears. It was not like somebody who was sitting uh, alone and just weeping. But this was a wailing cry. It was a mournful cry. It was not a silent cry at all. In fact, it was quite the opposite of it. And it, it means to cry with wailing and loud voice. Lament means to bewail. To lament means to be frightened and troubled within. And we know that is exactly what happened to the disciples when Jesus was taken and nailed to that cross, lifted up between heaven and earth. Their whole world seemingly crumbled before their eyes because they believed that the Lord Jesus was going to bring the kingdom of God at that time, not realizing that God's plan was even greater and the church age was about to begin. You see, they didn't understand all of that. They thought the kingdom was coming at that moment and they were very, very devastated when the Lord was crucified. To weep and lament is what they did. But then we notice again in verse number 20, I want you to see with me not only the sorrow of the disciples, but the sinister rejoicing. You see, in verse 20, it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you that ye shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice. And, and that is just hard for me to understand, but this world hates the Lord Jesus. They hated him. And I can't understand that. I marvel at the hatred towards Christ. And even in our world, there is a hatred towards Christianity and Christian. And if you live a Christian life, you will be troubled by that because there is a hatred for, of this world uh, towards Christianity and towards you and I who are Christians. As we look at this, we must realize this world has a God, a little G-O-D, and Satan is his name. And the devil hates Jesus and hates everything about him. The devil hates it because you have trusted Christ as your Savior. The devil hates you and he hates me. This world we're living in is a bad world. And they, they, they had rejoicing when Jesus died. The religious people rejoiced when the Lord said it is finished and bowed his head and gave up the ghost. So we see the sinister rejoicing Jesus is speaking of and is still going on today. They rejoice. They hate God. They hate Christ. And they're glad that he was put to death. And then we see not only the sinister rejoicing and the sorrow of the disciples, but lastly this morning, no, I'm just going to, I'm going to give you this one and one more. The Savior's promise in verse number 20. He said, and ye shall be sorrowful. Notice the last part of the verse. But your sorrow shall be turned into joy. Now, I don't know about you, but I like the prophecies of Jesus simply because they're true. Jesus never has, he's never stated 
a promise or a prophecy that has not or will not come true. There are many things that Jesus said that have not come to pass yet but they will come to pass. You can bank on it. Amen. You can trust him. We see the prophecy of Jesus and we see the promise of joy. Your sorrows shall be turned into joy. Can I tell you in this world, we're going to have tribulation, but I'm going to say this. We're, we're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Child of God, just hang on. Amen. There's a better day coming very soon. We see the Savior's promise. And then in verse number 21 and 22, we see the supreme illustration that the Lord leaves here for us. The example of childbirth is what he uses. And, and I want to say this. Jesus was a master illustrator. No one can, can, can compare to the Lord's illustrations and his words of wisdom. And he knew how to use illustrations. Oftentimes he taught in parables. Parables are earthly stories with heavenly meaning, but oftentimes the Lord used true life examples as well. A woman in verse 21, when she is in travail, has sorrow. He wanted them to understand the sorrow that they were going to experience because her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembereth no more her anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. You know what? That's a very true statement. Mothers, and especially at this time, they went through childbirth and they, they went through that without any kind of pain, medicine, or any kind of help as far as uh, relieving the pain. They had no uh, they had to go through that terrible, agonizing event. But once that baby was born and they saw that beautiful little child, they, the, their sorrow was turned into joy. And that is exactly what Jesus is driving home for the disciples. He wants them to understand. They're, 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 it's going to be much like the same thing for them, the travail of their soul and their spirit. They're going to feel like they're going through the, the pains of death themselves and their whole world is turned upside down. But yet what they didn't know, there's joy that's coming and it's coming soon. The example of childbirth is a great illustration that Christ uses here. And in verse number 22, and I'm going to close this morning because our time has already come and gone. The explanation of Christ, he says, and ye now therefore have sorrow but I will see you again and your heart shall rejoice and your joy no man taketh from you. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to be worth it all, child of God. Just hold on. Amen. There's a better day coming for the children of God. And I want to say I'm glad I know who Jesus is. I hope and pray that you know him as your Savior and Lord. I hope and pray that you're ready to meet Jesus should he call for you or should he come today. And I believe his word teaches that he's coming soon. We live in a sin-cursed world. We live in a world that hates godliness. We live, I believe, in the last days. And I believe the Lord Jesus soon is coming for his own. I hope and pray you're ready to meet him. Lord willing, we'll be back again in the morning at 8.30 a.m. for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. And until then... This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church bidding you a wonderful day. May God bless you as our prayer. Bye-bye.
answers came to me on that faithful day. He said, child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just breathe. 